You wanted to see me, Miss Swinton? Have you been hearing about the new government modernization efforts? AI, RPAs, data science. Things are changing at this agency, and people will need new skills. Oh. I'd like you to get some training. Huh. Look at this management concepts catalog. Wow, over 275 courses. That's right, in local classrooms or instructor-led online classes. We still have budget in this fiscal year, so sign up online. Advance your career with courses from Management Concepts. Get a catalog at managementconcepts.com or call 833-578-8466. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the second part of Can It Chase podcast. Now I am often asked about wood knocking and whether it's worth trying it or not. The simple answer is, I'm unsure. Some people swear by it, others avoid it at all costs. I often hear one very loud knock as I enter an area. And I wonder if that is a warning to anyone that's around. So I stopped knocking a long time ago. For that reason, and well, for other reasons, and the number of reports I receive where people have no interaction until they start to knock, so I suppose it depends on what you want from the visit. One of the many reports that sticks in my mind where wood knocking is involved is this case from um, Bigfoot Tony. Actually, came in through Bigfoot Tony, um, and he was a member of BBR. And it all happened at Core Hill Wood in September of 2016, so not that long ago. I've been picking my walks carefully over the past week and I decided to go into my local woods approximately one mile away. So it's about 7pm at this time and as soon as we got there, we, we being me and my daughter, we decided to walk off the beaten path. We would not normally do that. We walked about a quarter of a mile in and I started to see shelters made against trees with branches, lots of leaning sticks and twigs. And at this point, sunset was approaching, so it's about quarter to seven. It's already starting to get dimser, which is a local word I found out for dusk or twilight. I'm still looking at these branches and sticks, trying to work out how someone or something had got them there. They'd clearly gone to a lot of trouble to pull branches that big Big enough, I think, a couple of men may have struggled to do that. Who did it and how did they get there? It just did not make sense to me at all. Now, at this point, I'm still not convinced and I'm trying to debunk all this mess. I'm also finding loads of broken branches from saplings or trees scattered that hadn't made it into the pile or stick structure. Now, we left this area and continued for about half a mile. Now, I wanted to add that there was no sign of machinery there, no signs on the ground of lots of footprints tramping through as people moved this evidence. I stated merely about men moving it because that's the only way I could figure it would have happened. Now, I walk about half a mile, as I said, and I get there and there's another branch, a stick shelter. I presume it's for cover, but this one was made much lower to the ground. At this point in the wood, the track starts to get thinner and a little more overgrown with plants and shrubs and ground cover. So I decided to try a couple of wood knocks, but nothing replied. 
So we carry on walking and in between the trees where it's clear, where people don't walk, I find this weird stick lean and it stood vertical in the soil between the leaves. All the bark's been picked off it and the texture's so smooth like it's been held or handled for some time. And my dog kept sniffing around it, intrigued. On we carry and we're about 80 metres up the path and at this point, um, that's when it began to feel creepy. Just suddenly... For some reason, we were both spooked. I did a wood knock again, nothing, and we just stood there in silence. Then we could hear birds fluttering in the trees above. Then total silence, nothing. No singing, no sound at all. It's getting closer and closer to eight by now, and the light is fading fast. With my torch in my hand, we continue for about another 50 metres or so, and then to our right, I estimate about 70 metres away, snick, goes a stick, as if it's been stood upon. We stand completely still in silence, and we are clearly where people don't walk very often at all, not knowing what to do. We find a big green bush to our left that kind of looked like something had been lying down in it, almost bedded down. And at this point, my 10-year-old daughter is really scared, and she begged me to turn back. I try to reassure her and see if we can hold on for just another ten minutes or so until the animal comes out, a squirrel will pop out so she can see that she won't, you know, she has no reason to be scared. That's what I'm thinking until snick goes another stick. And at this point it started to feel really strange. My Passadale Terrier's ears had pricked up and the dog was looking intently into the dense woods. Right, we'd had enough at this point. And we turned back and we walked fast in the direction we had come from. As we were about halfway back, snick goes another stick. But still around 50 or 60 metres away, I'd say. So I'm OK with that. And we keep walking. I'm flicking my torch into the woods as I turn around, looking in all directions. But nothing could be seen. We start to walk faster to the car, which is now less than five minutes away, parked at the Woodland Car Park. We had to use the big dirt gorge to climb down one side and then make it up the other before we got to the car. I stood at the top, shining my torch back and forth. I couldn't see anything. Nothing but silence and blackness. I'm off again, down over the hill, back to my car. My daughter's first in and locked the door. And she locked the door behind her as well. My passadale's at my side as we get closer to the car. I'm still in the thick of the woods for a few metres when snick goes another stick to my left. Only about 25 metres away this time, so it's clearly getting closer. The dog starts to go mental at this point and lets off a warning growl, something she doesn't do very often at all. That growl worried me, as it was low. Something I've only ever, ever heard from her once before. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When a pit bull went for her, she backed off and she stood behind me, which she never does. Being a loyal dog, she normally takes the lead and stands out to defend me, but not that night. 
It was the other way round. She got behind me. She's pausing and sniffing the air again, over and over, and that's got a back growling lowly. <clears throat> that low growl that dogs make. In a millisecond, the dog was terrified. Suddenly, I get a whiff of something horrible. By this point, my pulse is racing. The smell was strange, kind of like a musty, damp, woody smell, but with a whiff of an animal combined within it. At that point, I jumped in the car. The dog was in faster than me. I reversed and spun the lights round on the trees. It was just too thick to see anything. I'm not sure what the hell was out there. But my dog doesn't ever freak out on woodland walks. Ever. The woods are literally on my doorstep. And I've been up there loads of times as a kid and throughout the years growing up. I'm 35 now and I'm only just learning how to track these things and what signs to look out for. But I've never before ever ventured off the beaten path. I've always stuck to the track. I didn't realise off track just how dense and thick the woods can be. But I can see now, like, I can see it now. But living in a valley of 18,000 people, never have I heard anyone talk about anything being up here. When half-eaten sheep are found, as they often are, and when lambs disappear, which happens a lot, it's always put down to the beast. Stracker, strange wood knocks, screams and tree breaks. Hi guys, I would like to inform you all of a sighting I had the other day in Stracker, which is close to Argyll in Scotland. I was out riding on my local mountain bike trail when I started feeling a little weird. I can't really describe it to be honest. It was like I was being watched from the trees. I was sorting my gear out and I couldn't I could feel something watching my every move. It was horrible. I got my stuff packed and started cycling down the hill towards the village as quick and as safely as possible. I did not want to go down here in these woods feeling like I was being watched and observed by an unseen animal. As I was heading down, I heard a high-pitched howl, followed by wood knocks coming from the bottom of the hill. I was quickly rushing down to where those wood knocks were coming from. But I had to keep going, so I had to carry on down the hill to find a tree pushed over the path. I scrambled over it, onto the road, and after that I never heard anything else. Now if you've had a strange encounter like this and would like to report it, get in touch with me. Or if you'd like to go out to one of the areas with one of the researchers, we accept members from all across the world, regardless of country or county. And we can add you to a private map where you can locate other researchers or people interested in the same subjects as yourself. So feel free to give this podcast a share or pop over to YouTube, Patreon, website, Facebook groups and join in the conversation. So I'm sorry about all the plugs, but, you know, it has to be done. So until next time, I will be bringing you an account from a gentleman many of you will know called Kiwani Lapsarites. And it's an account from the 1960s from an American gentleman who encountered a very strange, we'll put it like this, occurrence on the top of Ben Nevis. So until next time, good night. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.